Hi guys, my name is Tega. This is Zeno, the serious one. And you're you're listening to the segments. But really though, they should like just shut up. (laughs) I know, right? Like they're actually very loud and oh wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the segments. Oh Jesus Christ! Just I'm not loud. I'm just, I'm just happy. It's been a long break. Exactly, that's right. That, I don't think "break" is the right word we should use, but then what should we? I use? think it's been a long ride so far, and I'm actually glad that we're in the end of this year. Yes, I mean, <laughs> it's a feat. Yes, like we it's won. A, it's, a, it's a breath of fresh air. That we're in we are just December. entering like I know, I know, but it's such that 2020 is almost over. After spending three years in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Three years? More like a decade. I swear to God. It's like yeah, each each the month. The things that happened this year. It's oh my god. A lot. Like you can literally do a documentary of 2020 on its own. You can do it. Twenty twenty has been a rough year. And to think that from January from December um thirty first we all said that it was going to be our year, and right. then Twitter just said, "Okay, I'm, going I'm to waiting show for you. you. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you." Like ninety-five percent of all our um, how do I put it? Plans as a nation. You know, there were there was the whole vision, twenty twenty vision, twenty twenty. Exactly, like twenty twenty came, and it was from drama to drama to drama to drama. Um. I know, right? It's, it's overwhelming. Like, I'm telling you. It is overwhelming. Honestly. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the segment. My name is Tega. This is Zeno, the serious one. <laughs> you're not that serious. <laughs> yeah, I'm relaxed. You're not, you're not that serious. We're rolling with you. Trust me. I can't, I can't be too serious. I mean, keep quiet. I, I'm how. What's the word? How long is your IQ? <laughs> what? Well, my hike, my, my hike is higher than your height. You don't do. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeon came out. <laughs> Anyways, um, on today's episode of the segment, we'll basically be giving like a rundown of the year 2020 and all the crazy that we've had to go through um, living 2020. Um, I think 2020 has given us the the chance to actually reflect on a whole lot of issues that are affecting us as humans, as citizens, as even Nigerians. And it's it's given us a new perspective as to what we want our futures to be like. Well, it's giving me that kind of perspective anyway. And um, as much as it has been a rough year, I will also say I've been grateful for the lessons that I've learned. I've learned, yes. Yeah, so I, far. I, 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 a lot of lessons I've learned in 20... See, to be honest, I was... This morning while I was going to church to pray, what? Yes, I went to church to pray. That is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I was talking to myself, but then I was like, You were talking to yourself. I said to God, I was talking to myself. Not the Holy Spirit. Like, not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I was saying to think it has really been an eye opener for a lot of, a lot of we Nigerians. Yeah. First of all, we had Miss Rona. She came into town. Yeah, she came visiting and stayed. Like, nobody even knew she was going to come. Yeah, like a thief in the night. Exactly, that's the word. <laughs> nobody knew she was going to come. And we, a lot of youths, in fact, a lot of Nigerians have made, like, in fact, everybody in the whole entire world have literally made plans of how 
2020 is going to be for them. There is nobody that doesn't plan. That is why and some people have resolutions too, that they never live up to anyway. And it's just crazy that Corona just came into town and was like, you know what, you guys sit down there. Yeah, sit in your house. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to be ruling you all. And it's 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 crazy because I didn't know I had a lot of plans. By this year I was supposed to be seven. And Look at me now, I'm like... <laughs> at home. <laughs> Do you understand? Stay at home, husband. So it's, it's, it's crazy. And from Corona to... Rape case. To rape, to rape case, to George Floyd, to... Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. It's, it's 2020 has literally been a year of chaos. And let's not even talk about the SARS brutality, the, the police brutality that... that Police brutality is like a world issue on its own because even the the Black Lives even Black Lives was, 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 was part of police brutality. A, a, yeah, a police and also brutality involved, but movement. Yeah, we now had the SARS. Yeah, SARS is the one that is akin to us as Nigerians, and honestly, it's about time. It's really about time. Like this SARS issue has been. It's been going on for decades, like it's been on and on, and we have been reporting, we have been doing a lot of hashtags. Reporting? Yes, we have been talking and crying. We have been talking and crying about it, but it's really painful, it's really shameful that our government can't, they won't do anything. All they keep telling us is, oh, they're going to reform the police or reform the SARS, and they still don't do meet up to our expectations. I I think it's like, 2016 was the fir- was the first time they had the um, SARS reform. SARS reform. The, the police said the idea of police said was going to reform SARS, and we waited, and then nothing happened. 20, um, I think 2017. The same thing happened. 2018, the same thing happened. 2019. 2019. And now in 2020, the same thing is still repeating itself again. No, they, they, they now decide to refor- rename. Not you know, they're going to SWAT. Like, really? <laughs> what, what, what? They renamed themselves what to SWAT. What is it, SWAT? Special weapons uh, and tactics thing, right? I think. Was the FBI. <laughs> It's, it's the special weapons No, it's, it is really crazy because, okay, Buhari signed in this new law on September 2016. September 2020. What law is that? The police, the new poli- Nigerian police law that gives police the privilege to stop and search you without any form of warrants. warrants. Do you understand? Yeah. And it was... It was crazy. I know that I had, I had this conversation with a lot of people, and they kept on saying, "What are we going to do?" Like, I'm like, you will sit down here waiting for the first Fed pins to come and shout, come and come out there. I think, um, I think we we actually suffer as a nation from the whole savior complex thing because um, everybody is trying to wait for somebody that will come and save them from their oppressor. But really, the only savior that you have is you in that moment, in that instance. And the fact that one person hasn't spoken up doesn't mean that if you speak up, you're going to, you're not going to um, inspire a revolution. Um, the whole NSAS protest started from um, Twitter, I believe. Yes. And it just took one retweet, just one. And now look at where we are. But firstly, I, I I think we should actually talk about um, the first issues we experienced 
in the year in the year 2020 um the first being corona yes i think corona came in um february 28 yeah february i think so 28. that was the well, first I know, case I, know, I, know, I know i was i know i was in benin and i saw a lot of tweets and people were really scared about um corona yeah people were apprehensive about it and i think when i came to lagos that no i think it was really march we now had the lockdown so yeah, it was very much. But then the, the lockdown then wouldn't have taken effect if there was no case. Yes. So, so. yeah. Um, but Corona in itself um, is actually very dangerous. And um, even as a nation, I believe we, we, we've tried to handle it well. Um, if there is one thing I, I will give kudos to us as Nigerians, it's how to actually handle <laughs> severe disease cases. I mean, I don't think we've recorded as much deaths um, globally as some of the bigger, as some of the bigger nations, um, or let's just say, more developed nations. In quotes. I feel, I feel we as Nigerians, we tend to find comic relief in everything that is devastating, because I know how when the when the virus came, I know a lot of nations were panicking. Take a look, for, take a look at Italy. And literally, it was like a dead zone. Like nobody was there. Everybody was dying. Like, yeah, there was a lot dying. of chaos everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, in Lagos, you would see people still walking, walking around. around. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you guys know that there's a virus around? And it's it's it it is. I don't know if I say it. Our superpower to really yeah to find, cope well to cope in, well in, with, bad in, in bad situations. We tend to like find. In some ways, it's like find joy in every in 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 the worst case in the worst case scenario, and it's it is really really I don't know if I say I don't know if I say I'm I'm glad because Corona sort of like made everybody come close together as one. I don't know if I, I don't know if, if I'm correct. Well, but, you're not you're not wrong actually because um, prior to the to Corona, a lot of people were just more focused on hustling, focused on. Um, getting that paper focused on exactly. a whole lot of things and um, when Corona came when we recorded the first case and everything everybody was still scared um, we panicked for a while but then as Nigerians now normal we will always want to we will always want to show our giddy at first people were um, peddling rumors. People, oh, people actually don't even believe in about you. Don't really even believe it. They're like, oh, Corona cannot happen in, in Nigeria. I had people keep the people heat. Exactly. That's like the heat. That Nigeria, Nigeria is not the cold. I'm like, fine. You people want to be close to the sun before you understand. <laughs> but it's the truth, actually. The heat would actually stop us from having coronavirus. But then I'm grateful that Corona came around because <laughs> a lot of people who had families where the parents were not always available and everybody was forming too busy to hang out with each other. We're forced to now stay at home and spend quality time. Even though some of them must have um, brought about old issues, <laughs> <laughs> old family issues or um, no freedom for the kids to bring do in to or do, do whatever yeah. they want to do. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, I'm, I'm, but, happy, I'm happy that it did Gets, bring families closer. Yeah, it did bring families closer, and I'm grateful for that because I know the times I spent with my family during this coronavirus period. I mean, my dad was working out with me. Who would have thought? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so yeah. So until the next, we had um, 
the rape situation. Oh Jesus. yes, which was another issue. Issue all it, over social media. It was literally everywhere because there was a protest about it. A lot of people, a lot of um, female organizations came out to protest, and it's was. I'm trying to find the right word to put in the situation, but it's really really crazy because this thing has been happening. Rape. Rape is rape. Rape is one of the cases that have been happening since and it's not a today thing. It's been it's been there since our fathers and mothers and our ancestors, ancestors time. <laughs> but the thing is rape is actually a serious issue and um what was her name? Uwa. Yes, yeah, Uwa. There, there, I think there, there, there was a lot. Of, I think there was, there was Basira. There was Jennifer. Those were cases that there, came up after. Because I think Uwa, oh, during that time. Yes, but Uwa, Uwa. Uwa's case was more of like a was was the word like an eye opener to um, a lot of cases that happened because I think Uwa was in Uwa was raped in a church in Redeem Church for that matter in Benin City. By her being in state, and she was raped and now killed in the church. She and was raped and killed, killed yeah. Is this some ritual thing? I mean, <laughs> really, ritual. No, but we're in Africa, you can't put it past us. But the thing is, um, as sad as it was, I really didn't follow that story um, during the time it was going, not because um, I was uninterested, no. No, no, I I, 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 I had a lot of things yeah. that I did, I did, I did, I did follow it on Twitter because. There were so many apologists to, to <laughs> don't even get me started with those people. Because a lot of people are now saying, why would why was she going to the church at that particular time? And why would she go to church? To at what time, please? I think it was around. I don't know, but if I'm approximately, I think it was around six, seven, eight. I don't really know the time she was in church, but I know that seven, eight p.m. Yes, in the I evening. don't understand. People go to church at that time. It's like a normal thing in Nigeria. Exactly. So I, 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 I didn't see. I didn't see Evening the point. Service. I didn't see the point why people would judge. Why people would judge her because she went to the church to read. You know, people, a lot of people were saying that oh, she could have read at home. That why did she go to church? That she knew what she was looking for in quotes. And at that's the church, in the yes, church. And that word, she's looking for Jesus Christ. And that word always irritates me. Like especially when people see it. See, it just proves to me that Nigerian men are very insensitive when it comes to women and their bodies. Because I don't understand why somebody will go to a church to read and then you are now judging the person by her actions for her going to the church to read because it makes no sense, literally. Like, it doesn't make any out of sense to me. But I think it's a, it's a Nigerian thing for the men to actually think because they are men. Um, well, yeah, they have rights. Yeah, <laughs> they have rights over over the decisions of women. And um, uh, not to sound feministic or anything, but um, we really need to get rid of that um, mindset because be you a man or a woman, we're all equals. We're equal in the sight of the Creator because we've been given the same abilities, um, irrespective of oh. We differ in certain areas, maybe in the area of childbirth and all that. Um, this thing, procreation. But as um, as a human, as a living being, we actually have the same qualities. We have the same um, brain capacity, so we should see ourselves as equal. But um, the upbringing we as parents, uh, future parents. <laughs> um, Future parents. I understand. They're going through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, 
But yeah, as future parents, um, I believe um, things that we should look out for is trying to um, eliminate um, gender roles and all those things and just try to make us, our children understand that be you male or female, you are valid and your opinions matter a lot. Yeah, matter a lot. Another highlight of 2020, which um, I would like to bring to our notice, is actually um, the police brutality issue. It is not just akin to us, it is also a worldwide thing because um, even in America, where they had the whole Black, Black Lives Matter um, issue, I think it also stemmed from police brutality where the white um, cop um, murdered um, George, George Floyd. Um, George Floyd, yeah. Uh, bring the case back home to Nigeria here. I cannot remember a time where, where I didn't witness the policeman stopping the random guy on the street just because he's looking fresh. Or where... Um, as when we're going out, I have to pick out what I what I wear so that I don't look too flashy. There's always this, there's like there's always this fear of being stopped on the road. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's not just me. It's it's, a, it's every youth. Every, every youth. Every youth is always going through this particular fear of police or SARS or whatever they are called these days now, because you would see them on the street. I can begin to talk about my own experience of me being stopped in school. I believe everybody has an experience. I've been stopped in school. I've been staying, spending two nights in cell, but that's not something I really want. That's not something I want to start talking about. Oh, you're an ex-convict. I'm not an (laughs) ex-convict. You spent a night. I am not. One or two nights in a cell. I'm not not an ex-convict. So you, okay. I was, it's just crazy because if, okay, let me just, give a brief story of what the whole thing what happened because back then in school I used to do the whole photography thing yeah and I always I was always like because I always used to work with some agent model agencies in school okay so at that point I just finished the shoot and I was like okay let me edit pictures and all that and before we knew that me and this bang on my door and then I'm seeing and they didn't even give me the time to explain myself even after showing them the, the, the good thing was that I had my ID card with me that national ID card from my school ID with me so I was like Sam this is my ID like this is what I do like but my explanation was just Falling on them, falling on yes. them, yes. And it, 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 it was really crazy because when it, when I when I stepped my foot into that cell, trust me, it's not. I don't wish for any Nigerian person to be in a Nigerian police station because the trauma alone is crazy. The trauma will be crazy because even the prison system is whack. But that's talk for another day. The fact that the policeman barged into your apartment without any warning, without a warrant, without any... Like, there is no... Did they say you were a criminal? Oh, I said I was a hellboy. Oh, they Point thought you were a hellboy. I thought I was an iPhone. Like, I don't understand 
how you would judge a person by, by the kind of phone they it. use or the system, the kind of computer that they use, and, it, and by and, the way they and, dress. And, and, and what even that makes it crazy was when this whole new law came, when this whole new bill was signed into law, that just gave them the that power. Bill. Yes, that gave them that power for them to really stop Nigerian youths and... I actually think they've always been uh, exploiting that power because... Um, I have been stopped several times. Um, luckily, I have not um, had the opportunity of being arrested, and I don't want to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it still boils down to the fact that the orientation these people have, that um, being fresh is a crime, or being fresh is tantamount to you stealing, is annoying. Because even as you, you send us to school as children, you send us to to get an education for us for us to have a better life and then when we start having the better life you are the one who is now feeling pained or sad that we're having the better life how do you correlate those things that's one and then secondly just because you you are not getting as much as the next person does not mean that that person is using ill means to get his wealth quote unquote because i don't really think we have like you two are wealthy. We're all hustling and I mean, yes, <laughs> looking well, fly every, for the ground. But at, at, at the end of the day, it all boils down to orientation because he feels that he's supposed to be in your position. He's supposed to be flexing and enjoying life. But then you are getting it and he's not getting Imagine it. Imagine a policeman comes to come and asks you, why would he be using the phone of 280 k I'm like, okay. <laughs> So when I say when I hear such comments, I I really want to be rude and no. say something. But yeah, the then again, I'm like very very scared. I'm like, hmm, what if this man just? What if by what I say? This the man funny has- thing is, usually, um, when somebody asks, when a policeman asks me that kind of question, I'll be like, I work for it. And then they keep asking, what do you do? What do you do? And then you you tell them. The the funny thing is, I think um. They believe that the only way to success is for you to have a nine-to-five job. And the moment you don't have a nine-to-five job, they feel every other thing you're doing is illegal. But you, people because have a nine-to-five job. Huh? But people do have a nine-to-five job. I'm not job. saying people they don't they have they a nine-to-five job. They stop people from having, they stop people having a nine-to-five job. Majority of the people that they stop and majority of the people that they think should not, um, should not have the leisures that they do have, that they possess um, are people that don't do nine to five jobs. There are people who are makeup artists who actually earn more than people who actually sit in the office. There are people who are hairdressers. There are people who are music producers. There are people who are music artists. The, the thing, the and they earn more than people who actually sit in the office yeah. and do a nine to five job. Now, when you stop such a person and the person tells you, oh, I'm a dancer. Oh, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a hairdresser. They just have this myopic thinking that that is not enough to fetch you the kind of money, money that you that are you are earning to get, this you are earning to get yes. um, the things that you possess, and I think that is that is a it's a psychological thing. Majority of the problems we are actually facing with our security um, operatives, that's the SARS and the police 
themselves it's a psychological thing because they feel i'm the one who is busting my ass out here to save your ass to save your ass and i am receiving shits for pay meanwhile you are doing virtually nothing, nothing and you're making this amount of, this money. Amount of money it just it just wasn't that the system alone is corrupt yes the system is corrupt and the thing is that for us to get change here in nigeria we need to remove the corrupt people in the system of government and i think um our, our leaders actually our leaders are corrupt are corrupt our leaders are corrupt and i think another thing that we need to um put into consideration is the next step that we need to take um in making sure that this nation is better because even after all the protests and everything it's one thing to protest for a change it's another thing for you to be the change and to leave that change and um even though our five demands <laughs> during the protests have not been met <laughs> And um, we're still thinking of going further with our protest. We also need to um, put into consideration certain things, certain um, certain issues that we, we talked about during the protest, like early registration of voters. Yes, that shouldn't, it shouldn't be a yearly... We don't have to wait for... The election, election time, next yeah. election time for us to start voting. For us to start registering. It should, it should like, be a monthly or... I, th- I, I, I think it should be a monthly thing for me. I quite disagree with the monthly thing because if you are going to make it a monthly thing... Um, First of all, registration is free. Registration is free. I know registration is free. I understand that you're, you're coming from the fact that equipment are quite expensive. Yes. For, for for voting and knowing the kind of governments we have in power, yes. they would want to you know cash out. Obviously. <laughs> so um, making it making registration a monthly thing a, a monthly um, routine um, is I'm not going to say it's just cumbersome. It may not be counterproductive, uh, but it is cumbersome. Like it's just too much work. <laughs> I mean, it will be too much work. Yes. So you can make it. Um, they can make it a tw- tw- twice in a year thing, or um, at the end of it, every year, everybody should get registered. What? Like to re-register, or you can check your registration status. Like register once, but always um, cross-check your registration status. That way, we would know. Um, the people who are registered voters, the people who are not registered voters, voters how many yes. voters we have in, um, yeah, in each electoral zone, so that there will be no rigging whatsoever, and a more transparent um, electoral system would be very much appreciated. I mean, where we can know the progress of each um, electoral district, the registered vot- voters in a particular district, and um, the new people who who just turned 18, who just got registered and all those things. I mean, they should make it a a compulsory thing for you to register yes, it to vote. I, I mean, it should even be an age. Like, once you're at the age of 18, 18, yes, you should have your voter's card. That should be like... A prerequisite. Yes. And also, I think, um, it, not, it shouldn't just stop at the... Um, voters registration and all those sensitization and also um, a lot of our history is actually lost so we we really do not know 
a lot of the people, what these people in power have done before, prior to now. I mean, if not for the NSAS protests, a lot of dark secrets that these are politicians. under the carpet. Nobody would have known about it. Nobody would have known about it. Like, history should be made a composite subject to me. It should be a composite subject, be you art, commercial, whatever, I don't care. Learn the history of where you are. That's just it. Like, if you know where you're coming from, you would know where you're going to. True. But a lot of us are just coming into this game with, like, with, with blind sights, with no um, prior knowledge as to where we, are, where we are coming from. Do you understand? So, I think um, his, our history should be something we take very important, very... We should be more um, open-minded to learn more about our history. Our history, yes. yes. And also, um, another solution I'm going to prefer. Everybody will not think of like this. <laughs> another solution I would like to prefer is uh, run background checks on anybody going into power, going into office, any public office. I mean, from the local government council down to your down to your president, like. You should run a background check on them. Run a background check. I, I cannot overemphasize it emphasize this because when you run a background check, not just um the inner caucus of this person's life, but also past events, the things he has done. Has he done anything to actually um benefit society at large? Is this person has this person been in charge of a large demographic of people? be it in a corporation, be it anywhere. Is this person experienced enough to actually undertake these duties that will be given to him? Because it is one thing to rule over two people. It is another thing to rule over a hundred. Do you understand? So, just because you can dole out commands to one or two people does not mean you can inspire a hundred people to actually work together to achieve a a particular goal. So you have to run a background check on anybody who is actually going to run for public office because it is crucial to our development as a nation. Then, um, basically, just even us as individuals. We should be able to impeach these people in power as well. If they are not doing yes. the job they are supposed to do as we voted them, Put them out. We move them out. Because like, there is no point in staying there. Because during campaigns, a lot of um, politicians actually make promises. Now, I'm not against you making promises. But if you are going to make promises, I expect you to live up to them. Yes. And make promises within reason. Like, nobody should come and tell you, I'm going to Make fix your road, the way to put lights. Fix your road is actually something that is doable because you it's just for you to hire engineers and all those things. Yes. But come and tell me that you are going to transform the economy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You are not you're not um CBN. Yeah. Apart from that, the economy um is not something that you can just snap your finger and it's, it's transformed. <laughs> you are not the Thanos of, of the economy. So you just have to, even if you are going to promise to transform the economy, yes, how do you intend to do that? 
we believe you. But give us a step-by-step approach okay, as to so how you down you want to be able to of how you are going to achieve this goal. Because you cannot just come and tell me make empty promises. Yes, and then I will just because that's what really happens. That have happened in the Nigerian system of government. There are so many promises. They have they have been promising they us. They promised us change. Change. Of course, they brought change, but in a negative <laughs> mindset, like. So I, yes, these people need to be held accountable for for their actions, for whatever decisions they, they make, because their decisions actually affect a larger part of society. Yes, you are one man, but you making that decision affects a whole lot of people. So you have to know what you're doing while you're in that office. You really have to know what you're doing. And we really need to be able to hold you accountable that, Mr. Man, what you did has affected a lot of lives and you have to pay for it. Yes. Do you understand? So those are the things that we have to put in place. Even in future um, elections, in, in the future running of this country. Another thing I also think would be beneficial it's to the security system. Yeah, the security system. Of course, if we actually have a working system, the security system would be good. Would be good. But um, even us as individuals in our day-to-day lives, if we are going to be asking and requesting change from people, we also need to be able to leave that change. I don't. I. I mean, what I mean is, if you are going to say, do not cheat. You yourself, you're not supposed to cheat. You are not supposed to cheat. That's just the thing. Be the change that you are asking for. Because if you can leave it, meaning the other person you can leave it. it as well. Yes. But if you can't leave it, do not expect the other person to come and play Jesus. It's not going to happen. It's not rocket science, my brother. Exactly. So, do do unto others what you wish they, they would do for you. And before you know it, society will adjust. Also, I also feel like in further change happening in the security system as well is mental evaluation of this of the Before I feel, I, they I, get into the force, while they are I, in the force, I, I, I feel like there should also be a certain age limit. Because, uh, yeah. yes, because you can have a retired civil servant coming join, come joining the force. You can have somebody of 70. I mean, if you if you, if you, if you look at the police force. 70 coming to join the force. 70, what are you looking for? My dear, they hire them. I don't, wow. maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating, but. We, there, there should be an age limit yeah, for retirement. For retirement, if you are in a public office, if you are going to be even yeah, in the public office as well. Remember, remember that man that we we're talking to in the post that was telling us um, about um, people in oh yeah the yeah, general. general. So, so you see, yeah, the general that didn't want to retire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was actually he true. wanted to retire. But... Names withheld anyway. Because <laughs> he, he actually told us the man's name, but we're not going to. So say. It, it, it is a certain age. There should be an age limit to when you join the force and to when when you you, you are required to leave because. So, you cannot be at a certain age, and we know you can't function effectively in that post, being that age, due to health issues or whatever. I mean, you, the work never tire you, just retire. Like, I don't understand why you would want to still be there, and knowing that you can't function, you don't want to give room for another person who can do the work even more effectively than you are to, you know, take the reins and push this thing, push the nation forward. But then, I can't, I can't, 
be everybody's um, I can't be everybody's mind. I can't be everybody's savior. <laughs> I'm barely saving myself. So I think this is the the, the best I can offer um, as Our a way forward. As yeah, way forward for, for this nation. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of today's podcast podcast. But I want to just say something. What? Are you optimistic about change? change? Of course I am. Very, very optimistic. And um, if not, more than ever actually, I'm more optimistic about change, even in this nation, because in the past few weeks, um, the, the speaking out of the youth um, against a whole lot of issues, issues that has been affecting this nation, I now know I am not alone um, in, in seeing these things and in wanting a change for this nation. So I look forward to a better Nigeria and I do hope and pray that this change actually starts with us. Definitely, yes. Anyways, that is the end of today's episode. Yeah. And, um... You can also reach us on social media. Oh, that's even true. Actually, not social media accounts. That is really crazy that we do not have one, and we need as the segment. As the segment, as the segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that that's in that's in the works. We're working on that. Anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at today and on Instagram at today.ogp. And you can follow me on Instagram at Zenoboss. Zeno spelled Z H I N O B O S S. Xenoboss on Instagram only, please. <laughs> I don't do Twitter. Obviously, he doesn't do Twitter, but we know what he does on Twitter. <laughs> that was not supposed to be in the recording. Don't worry, nobody needs to know Wow. What a way to just end my laundry in public. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> If you want to also follow um, our producer, our wonderful producer, who is always patient with us and laughing in the, <laughs> in the background from our back and forth, um, he's on Instagram at I am... Underscore Samuel Fakbar, Samuel, then F-A-K-M-E-N, underscore. No, sorry. I am underscore Samuel Fakman. Yeah, and um, also you can follow the studio where we record our podcast, which is um, Sound Haven Studios. Huh? Okay, Sound Haven Studio, no S, no S, point of correction, Sound Haven Studio, no S. Anyways, my name is Tega, and this is Zeno, and you're listening to The Segments. Can you say, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow.
too legit. Hi guys, my name is Tega. This is Zeno, the serious one. And you're listening to the segments. But really though, they should like just shut up. <laughs> I know, right? Like they're actually very loud and oh wow, you need to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the segment. Woo! Oh Jesus Christ! Just I'm not loud. Left. I'm just, I'm just happy. It's been a long break. Exactly, that's right. That, that, I don't think break is the right word we should use, but then what should we? I use? think it's been a long ride so far. And I'm actually glad that we are in the end of this year. Yes, I mean, <laughs> it's a feat. Yes, like we it's won. A, it's, a, it's a breath of fresh air that we're in. We are just December. entering. Like I know, I know, but it's just that 2020 is almost over. After spending three years in 2020, yeah. <laughs> three years, more like a decade. I swear to God, it's like yeah, each each the month. things that happened this year. It's oh my God, a lot. Like you can literally do a documentary of 2020 on its own. You can do it. Twenty twenty has been a rough year, and to think that from January, from December um, 31st, we all said 2020 was going to be our year, and right. then 2020 just said, "Okay, I'm, I'm waiting for you. you. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you." Like. 95 percent of all our, um how do i put it plans as a nation you know there were there was the whole vision 2020 vision exactly, 2020 like yeah, and just 20, 20 came and it was from drama to drama to drama to drama um I know, right? It's, it's overwhelming. Like, I'm telling you. It is overwhelming. Honestly. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the segment. My name is Tega. This is Zeno, the serious one. Uh, you're not that serious. Really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm relaxed. Uh, you're, not, you're not that serious. We're rolling with you. Trust just me. Can't I, can't, I can't be too serious. I better keep quiet. Uh, I, I'm how. What's the word? How long is your IQ? <laughs> how long is what? IQ? Well, my height, my, my height is higher than your height. You don't do. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeon came out. Anyways, um, on today's episode of the segment, we'll basically be giving like a rundown of the year 2020 and all the crazy that we've had to go through um, living 2020. Um, I think 2020 has given us the the chance to actually reflect on a whole lot of issues that are affecting us as humans, as citizens, as even Nigerians. And it's it's given us a new perspective as to what we want our futures to be like. Well, it's giving me that kind of perspective anyway. And um, as much as it has been a rough year, I will also say I've been grateful for the lessons that I've learned. I've learned, yes. Yeah, so I, far. I, 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 a lot of lessons I've learned in 20... See, to be honest, I was... This morning while I was going to church to pray, what? Yes, I went to church to pray. That is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was talking to myself, and then I was like, You were talking to yourself? I said to God, I was talking to myself. Not the Holy Spirit. Like, not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I was saying to it has really been an eye opener for a lot of, a lot of we Nigerians. Yeah. First of all, we had Miss Rona. She came into town. Yeah, she came visiting and stayed. Like, nobody even knew she was going to come. Yeah, like a thief in the night. Exactly, that's the worst word. <laughs> nobody knew she was going to come. And we, a lot of youths, in fact, a lot of Nigerians have made, like, in fact, everybody in the whole entire world have literally made plans of how 
interpret what is going to be for them. There is nobody that doesn't plan. That is why and some people have resolutions too that they never live up to anyway. And it's just crazy that Corona just came into town and I was like, you know what, you guys sit down there. Yeah, sit in your house. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to be ruling you all. And it's 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 crazy because I didn't know I had a lot of plans. By this year I was supposed to be seven. And Look at me now, I'm like... <laughs> at home. <laughs> Do you understand? Stay at home, husband. So it's, it's, it's crazy. And from Corona to... Rape case. To rape, to rape case, to George Floyd, to... Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. It's, it's, it has literally been a year of chaos. And let's not even talk about the SARS brutality, the, the police brutality that... that Police brutality is like a world issue on its own because even the the Black Lives Matter even Black Lives Matter was, was part of police brutality. A, a, yeah, a police brutality involved, but movement. Yeah, we now had the SARS. Yeah, SARS is the one that is akin to us as Nigerians, and honestly, it's about time. It's really about time. Like this SARS issue has been. It's been going on for decades, like it's been on and on, and we have been reporting, we have been doing a lot of hashtags. Reporting? Yes, we We have been talking and crying. We've been talking and crying about it, but it's really really shameful that our government can't, they won't do it. All they keep telling us is, oh, they're going to reform the police or reform the SARS, and they still don't do meet up to our expectations. I think it's like, 2016 was the fir- was the first time they had the um, SARS reform. SARS reform. The, the police said the Nigerian police said it was going to reform SARS, and we waited, and then nothing happened. 20, um, I think 2018, 2017, 2017, the same thing happened. 2018, the same thing happened. 2019, 2019. and now we're in 2020. The same thing is still repeating itself again. No, they, they, they now decide to refor- rename. Not you know they're going to SWAT. Like really, what? What? what <laughs> they rename themselves. What is SWAT? <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's special weapons uh, and tactics thing, right? I think (laughs) was the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the special weapons. No, it's it is really crazy because okay, Buhari signed in this new law on September 2016. September 2020. What law is that? The police, the new Nigerian police law that gives police the privilege to stop and search you without any form of warrants. warrants. Do you understand? Yeah. And it was it was crazy. I know that I had, I had this conversation with a lot of people and they kept on saying, what are we going to do? Like, I'm like, you will sit down here waiting for the first Fed pins to come and shout, come and come out there. I think, um, I think we, we actually suffer as a nation from the whole savior complex thing. Because, um, Everybody is trying to wait for somebody that will come and save them from their oppressor. But really, the only savior that you have is you in that moment, in that instance. And the fact that one person hasn't spoken up doesn't mean that if you speak up, you're going to, you're not going to um, inspire a revolution. Um, the whole NSAS protest started from um, Twitter, I believe. Yes. And. It just took one retweet, just one, and now look at where we are. But firstly, I I, I think we should actually talk about um, the first issues we experienced 
in the year in the year 2020. Um, the first being Corona. Yes. I think Corona came in um, February 28. Yeah, yes, I think so. That was the well, first I know, case. I, I, know, I, know I was I know I was in Benin. And I saw a lot of tweets and people were really scared about um, Corona. Yeah, people were apprehensive about it. And I think it was when I came to Lagos that, no, I think it was during March we now had the lockdown. So yeah, it was during March. March the but lockdown. then the, the lockdown then wouldn't have taken effect if there was no case. Yes. So, so yeah. Um, but Corona in itself um, is actually very dangerous. And. Um, even as a nation, I believe we, we, we've tried to handle it well. Um, if there is one thing I, I will give kudos to us as Nigerians, it's how to actually handle <laughs> severe disease cases. I mean, I don't think we've recorded as much deaths um, globally as some of the bigger, as some of the bigger nations, um, or let's just say more developed nations. In quotes. I feel I feel we as Nigerians we tend to find comic relief in everything that is devastating. Because I know how when the when the virus came, I know a lot of nations were panicking. Take a look for take a look at Italy. And, and literally Italy was like a dead zone, like nobody was there, everybody was dying. Like, yeah, a lot there was a lot of chaos everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, in Lagos, you would see people still Walking, walking around, around. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you guys know that there's a virus around? And it's 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 it is. I don't know if I say it's our superpower to really yeah to find, cope well to cope in, well in bad situations. In bad situations, we tend to like find in some ways we tend to like find joy in every in 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 the worst case in the worst case scenario. And it's it is really really. I don't know if I say I don't know if I say I'm I'm glad because. Corona sort of like made everybody come close together as one. I don't know if I, I don't know if, if I'm correct. Well, but you're not you're not wrong actually because um, prior to the to Corona, a lot of people were just more focused on hustling, focused on um, getting that paper, focused on exactly. a whole lot of things. And um, when Corona came, when we recorded the first case and everything, everybody was still scared. Um, we panicked for a while. But then, as Nigerians now, normal, we will always want to, we will always want to show our giddy. At first, people were um, peddling rumors. People, oh, people actually true. don't even believe in about. People don't really even believe it. They're like, oh, Corona cannot happen in Nigeria. I have people keep the heat. Exactly, that's like the heat. Nigeria, 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 the cold. I'm like, fine. You people want to be close to the sun before you understand. <laughs> But it's the truth, actually. The hits would actually stop us from having coronavirus. But then I'm grateful that corona came around because <laughs> a lot of people who had families where the parents were not always available and everybody was forming too busy to hang out with each other were forced to now stay at home and spend quality time. Even though some of them must have um, brought about old issues, <laughs> <laughs> old family issues, or um, no freedom for the kids to bring in or do, do whatever yes. they want to do. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy that it did get, br- bring families closer. Yeah, it did bring families closer, and I'm grateful for that because I know the times I spent with my family during this coronavirus period, <laughs> I mean, my dad was working out with me. Who would have thought? <laughs> so, yeah. So, on to the next, we had um, 
the rape situation. Oh Jesus. yes, which was another issue. Issue all over social media. It was literally everywhere because there was a protest about it. A lot of people, a lot of um, female organizations came out to protest, and it's was. I'm trying to find the right word to put in the situation, but it's really really crazy because this thing has been happening. Rape. Rape is rape. Rape is one of the cases that have been happening since and it's not a today thing. It's been it's been there since our fathers and mothers and our ancestors, ancestors time. <laughs> but the thing is rape is actually a serious issue and um what was her name? Uwa. Yes, Uwa. Uwa. There, I think there, there was a lot of I think there was, there was Basira, there was Jennifer. Those were cases that came up after. Um, because it was, it was, I think Uwa. Oh, during that time. Yes, but Uwa, Uwa. Uwa's case was more of like a. What was the word? Like an eye opener to um, a lot of cases that happened because I think Uwa was in. Uwa was raped in a church, in Redeem Church for that matter, in Benin City. And she was raped and now killed in the church. She and was raped and killed. killed yeah. and Is this some ritual thing? No, but it, it, we're in Africa, you can't put it past us. But the thing is, um, as sad as it was, I really didn't follow that story um, during the time it was going. Not because um, I was uninterested, no. No, no, I I, 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 I had a lot of things. Yeah. That I, was I, did, I did, I did, I did follow it on Twitter because. There were so many rape apologists to, to <laughs> don't even get me started with those people. Because a lot of people are not saying why would why was she going to the church at that particular time? And why would she go to church? To at what time, please? I think it's around I don't know, but if I'm approximately I think it's around six, seven, eight. I don't really know the time she was in church, but I know that seven, eight PM. Yes, in the I evening. don't understand. People go to church at that time. It's like a normal thing in Nigeria. Exactly. So I, 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 I didn't see. I didn't see Evening the point. Service. I didn't see the point why people would judge. Why people would judge her because she went to the church to read. You know, people, a lot of people were saying that oh, she could have read at home. That why did she go to church? That she knew what she was looking for in quotes. And at that the is, church, in the yes, church. And that word. She's looking for Jesus Christ. And that word always irritates me. Like especially when people see it. See, it just proves to me that Nigerian men are very insensitive when it comes to women and their bodies. Because I don't understand why somebody will go to a church to read and then you are now judging the person by her actions for her going to the church to read. Because it makes no sense, literally. Like, it doesn't make any out of sense to me. But I think it's a, it's a Nigerian thing for the men to actually think because they are men. Um, oh, yeah, they have, have rights. Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> they have rights over over the decisions of women. And um, uh, not to sound feministic or anything, but um, we really need to get rid of that um, mindset because be you a man or a woman, we're all equals. We're equal in the sight of the Creator because we've been given the same abilities, um, irrespective of oh. We differ in certain areas, maybe in the area of childbirth and all that, um, this thing, procreation. But as um, as a human, as a living being, we actually have the same qualities, we have the same um, brain capacity, so we should see ourselves as equal. But um, the upbringing we as parents, uh, future parents, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
future parents. I understand you're going through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, as future parents, um, I believe um, things that we should look out for is trying to um, eliminate um, gender roles and all those things and just try to make us, our children understand that be you male or female, you are valid and your opinions you matter a lot. Yeah, matter a lot. Another highlight of 2020, which um, I would like to bring to our notice, is actually um, the police brutality issue. It is not just akin to us, it is also a worldwide thing because um, even in America, where they had the whole Black, Black Lives Matter um, issue, I think it also stems from police brutality where the white um, cop um, murdered um, George, George Floyd. Um, George Floyd, yeah. Uh, bring the case back home to Nigeria here. I cannot remember a time where I, where I didn't witness the policeman stopping the random guy on the street just because he's looking fresh. Or where... Um, as when we're going out, I have to pick out what I what I wear so that I don't look too flashy. There's always this, there's like there's always this fear of being stopped on the road. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's not just me. It's a, it's every youth. Every, every youth. Every youth is always going through this particular fear of police or SARS or whatever they are called these days now, because you would see them on the street. I can. Begin to talk about my own experience with me being stopped in school. I believe everybody has an experience. I've been stopped in school. I've been, been staying, spending two nights in cell. But that's not something I really want. That's not something I want to start. Oh, you're yeah, an ex-convict. I'm not an ex-convict. <laughs> you spent a night. I am not one or two nights in a cell. I'm not an ex-convict. So I'm not an ex-convict. So you, oh, oh, okay. I was. It, 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 it's it's just crazy because if okay, let me just give a brief story of what the whole thing what happened because back then in school I used to do the whole photography thing yeah and I always I was always like because I always used to work with some agent model agencies in school okay so at that point I just finished the shoot and I was like okay let me edit pictures and all that and before we knew Damien is bang on my door and then I'm seeing police coming to coming to my room to handcuff me and they didn't even give me the time to explain myself, even after showing them. The, the, the good thing was that I had my ID card with me, that national ID card from my school ID with me. So I was like, Sam, this is my ID, like, this is what I do. Like, but my explanation was just falling on them. Falling on yes. them, yes. And it, 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 it was really crazy because when, they, when, I, when I stepped my foot into that cell, trust me, it's not, I don't wish for any Nigerians. Person to be in a Nigerian police station because the trauma alone is crazy. The trauma will be crazy because even the prison system is whack. But that's talk for another day. The fact that the policeman barged into your apartment without any warning, without a warrant, without any like there is no did they say you were a criminal? What did I say, boy? 
Oh, they talk to you, boy. Because I'm using an iPhone. Like, I don't understand how you would judge a person by, by the kind of phone they, they use or the system, the kind of computer that they use. And it's and, and by the way they and, dress. And, 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 and what even that makes it crazy was when this whole new law came, when this whole new bill was signed into law. That just gave them the that power. Bill. Yes, that gave them that power for them to really stop. Nigerian youth and I actually think they've always been uh, exploiting that power because um, I have been stopped several times. Um, luckily, I have not um, had the opportunity of being arrested, and I don't want to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it still boils down to the fact that the orientation these people have that. Um, being fresh is a crime, or being fresh is tantamount to you stealing, is annoying. Because even as you, you send us to school as children, you send us to, to get an education, for us, for us to have a better life. And then when we start having the better life, you are the one who is now feeling pained or sad that we're having the better life. How do you correlate those things? That's one. And then secondly, just because you you're not getting as much as the next person does not mean that that person is using ill means to get his wealth quote unquote because i don't really think we have like you two are wealthy we're all hustling and i mean yes <laughs> looking fly for the ground but at, at, at the end of the day it all boils down to orientation because he feels that he's supposed to be in your position. He's supposed to be flexing and enjoying life. But then you are getting it and he's not getting Imagine it. Imagine a policeman comes to come and asks you, why would he be using in front of 200, of 280k? I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I when I hear such comments, I, I really want to be revealed and no. say something. But yeah, then again, I'm like very, very scared. I'm like, what is this man just... What if I, what I say? This the man funny like, thing is... Usually, um, when somebody asks, when a policeman asks me that kind of question, I'll be like, I worked for it. And then they keep asking, what do you do? What do you do? And then you, you tell them. The, the funny thing is, I think um, they believe that the only way to success is for you to have a 9-to-5 job. And the moment you don't have a 9-to-5 job, they feel every other thing you're doing is illegal. But you, people because have a 9-to-5 job. Huh? But people do have a nine to five. I'm not job. saying people do have a nine to five. They stop people from having. They stop people that have a nine to five job. Majority of the people that they stop, and majority of the people that they think should not, um, should not have the leisures that they do have, that they possess, um, are people that don't do nine to five jobs. There are people who are makeup artists who actually earn more than people who actually sit in the office. There are people who are hairdressers. There are people who are music producers. There are people who are music artists. The, the thing, the truth and they earn more than people who actually sit in the office yeah. and do a 9-to-5 job. Now, when you stop such a person and the person tells you, oh, I'm a dancer, oh, I'm a makeup artist, I'm a hairdresser, they just have this myopic thinking that that is not enough to fetch you the kind of money, money that, you, that are you are earning to get, this you are earning to get yes. um, the things that you possess. And I think that is, that is a, it's a psychological thing. Majority of the problems we are actually facing with our security um, operatives, that's the SARS and the police 
themselves it's a psychological thing because they feel i'm the one who is busting my ass out here to save your ass to save your ass and i am receiving shits for pay meanwhile you are doing virtually nothing, nothing and you're making this amount this of amount money it just it just was the fact that the system alone is corrupt yes the system is corrupt and the thing is that for us to get change here in nigeria we need to remove the corrupt people in the system of government and i think um our, our leaders actually our leaders are corrupt are corrupt our leaders are corrupt and i think another thing that we need to um put into consideration is the next step that we need to take um in making sure that this nation is better because even after all the protests and everything it's one thing to protest for a change it's another thing for you to be the change and to leave that change and um even though our five demands <laughs> during the protests have not been met <laughs> and um we're still thinking of going further with our protest we also need to um put into consideration certain things certain um certain issues that we we talked about during the protest like early registration of voters yes that shouldn't it shouldn't be a yearly we, we don't have to wait for the election, election time, time. Yeah. election time for us to start voting. For us to start registering. It should, it should, it should like, be a monthly, or I, th- I, I, I think it should be a monthly thing for me. I quite disagree with the monthly thing because if you are going to make it a monthly thing, um, first of all, registration is free. Registration is free. I know registration is free. I understand that you're, you're coming from the fact that equipment are quite expensive. Yes. For, for for voting and knowing the kind of governments we have in power, yes. they would want to you know cash out. Obviously. <laughs> so um, making it making registration a monthly thing, a, a monthly um, routine um, is I'm not going to say it's just cumbersome. It may not be counterproductive, but it is cumbersome. Like it is too much work. <laughs> I mean, it will be too much work. Yes. So you can make it. Um, they can make it a tw- tw- twice in a year thing, or um, at the end of it, every year, everybody should get registered. What? Like to re-register, or you can check your registration status. Like register once, but always um, cross-check your registration status. That way, we would know. Um, the people who are registered voters, the people who are not registered voters, voters how many yes. voters we have in, um, yeah, in each electoral zone, so that there will be no rigging whatsoever, and a more transparent um, electoral system would be very much appreciated. I mean, where we can know the progress of each um, electoral district, the registered vot- voters in a particular district, and um, the new people who who just turned 18, who just got registered and all those things. I mean, they should make it a a compulsory thing for you to register yes, to vote. I, I mean, it shouldn't be an age. Like, once you're at the age of 18, 18, yes, you should have your voter's card. That should be like... A prerequisite. Yes. And also, I think, um, it, not, it shouldn't just stop at the... Um, voters registration and all those sensitization and also um, a lot of our history is actually lost so we we really do not know 
a lot of the people, what these people in power have done before, prior to now. I mean, if not for the NSAS protests, a lot of dark secrets that these are politicians. We, 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 we fell under the carpet. Nobody would have known about it. Nobody would have known about it. Like, history should be made a composite subject to me. It should be a composite subject, be you art, commercial, whatever, I don't care. Learn the history of where you are. That's just it. Like, if you know where you're coming from, you would know where you're going to. True. But a lot of us are just coming into this game, like, with with blind sights, with no um, prior knowledge as to where we, are, where we are coming from. Do you understand? So, I think... Um, his, our history should be something we take very important. Very, we should be more um, open-minded to learn more about our history. Our history, yes. yes. And also, um, another solution I'm going to prefer. Everybody will not think of like this. <laughs> another solution I would like to prefer is uh, run background checks on anybody. Going into, power. going into office, any public office. I mean, from the local government council down to, down to your president. Like, you should run a background check on them. Run a background check. I, I cannot overemphasize this, emphasize this because when you run a background check, not just um, the inner caucus of this person's life, but also past events, the things he has done. Has he done anything to actually... Um, benefit society at large is this person as this person being in charge of a large demographic of people be it in a corporation be it anywhere is this person experienced enough to actually undertake these duties that will be given to him because it is one thing to rule over two people it is another thing to rule over a hundred yeah. do you understand so they are just because you can dole out commands to one or two people does not mean you can inspire a hundred people to actually work together to achieve a, a particular goal. So you have to run a background check on anybody who is actually going to run for public office because it is crucial to our development as a nation. Then, um, basically, just even us as individuals... We should be able to impeach these people in power as well. If they are not doing yes. the job they are supposed to do, as we voted them, put them power, out. Put them out. Because like, there is no point in staying there. Because during campaigns, a lot of um, politicians actually make promises. Now, I'm not against you making promises. But if you are going to make promises, I expect you to live up to them. Yes. And make promises within reason. Like, nobody should come and tell you, I'm going to Make, fix your road, we're going to put light. Fix, your, fix, your, fix your road is actually something that is doable because you it's just for you to hire engineers and all those things. Yes. But come and tell me that you are going to transform the economy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You are not you're not um CBN. Yeah. Apart from that, the economy um is not something that you can just Snap your finger and it's it's transformed. <laughs> you are not the Thanos of of the economy, so you just have to. Even if you are going to promise to transform the economy, yes, how do you intend to do that? We believe you, 
but give us a step by step approach as to how you down you want to be able to of how you are going to achieve this goal because you cannot just come and tell me make empty promises yes and then i will just because that's what has happened in the system of government there are so many promises they have they have been promising they us they promised us change change of course they brought change, change but change in, a, change. In, 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 in a negative <laughs> mindset like so, I, yes, these people need to be held accountable for for their actions, for whatever decisions they, they make, because their decisions actually affect a larger part of society. Yes, you are one man, but you making that decision affects a whole lot of people. So you have to know what you're doing while you're in that office. You really have to know what you're doing. And we really need to be able to hold you accountable that, Mr. Man, what you did has affected a lot of lives and you have to pay for it. Yes. Do you understand? So those are the things that we have to put in place. Even in future um, elections, in, in the future running of this country. Another thing I also think would be beneficial it's to the security system. Yeah, the security system. Of course, if we actually have a working system, the security system would be good. Would be good. But um even us as individuals in our day-to-day lives, if we are going to be asking and requesting change from people, we also need to be able to leave that change. I don't I I mean what I mean is if you are going to say do not cheat, you are not supposed to cheat. You're not supposed to cheat. That's just the thing. Be the change that you are asking for. Because if you can leave it, meaning the other person can, can leave it. it as well, yes. But if you can't leave it, do not expect the other person to come and play Jesus. It's not going to happen. There's no rocket science, my brother. Exactly. So do do unto others what you wish they, they would do for you. And before you know it, society will adjust. Also, I also feel like in further change happening in the security system as well is mental evaluation of this officer. Before feel, I, they I, get into the force, I feel, why I, I, they are I, in the I, force? I feel, I feel like there should also be a certain age limit. Because, uh, yeah. yes, because you can't have a retired civil servant coming join, come joining the force. You can't have somebody of 70. I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you look at the police force... 70, coming to join the force, 70, what are you looking for? My dear, they hire them. I don't, wow. maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating, but... We, there, there should be an age limit yeah, to, for retirement. For retirement, if you are in a public office, if you are going to be even yeah, in a public office as well. Remember, remember that man that we we're talking to in the post that was telling us um, about um, people in oh yeah the yeah, general. general. So, so you see, yeah, the general that didn't want to retire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it it, it was actually he true. wanted to retire. But... Names were held anyway. <laughs> he, he actually told us the man's name, but we're not going to. So it, it it is a certain age. There should be an age limit to when you join the force and to when when you you, you are required to leave because. So, you cannot be at a certain age, and we know you can't function effectively in that post, being that age, due to health issues or whatever. I mean, you, the work never tire you, just retire. Like, I don't understand why you would want to still be there, and knowing that you can't function, you don't want to give room for another person who can do the work even more effectively than you are to you know take the reins and push this thing push the nation forward but then i can't i can't 
be everybody's um I can't be everybody's mind. I can't be everybody's savior. <laughs> I'm barely saving myself. So I think this is the the, the best I can offer um as a way forward. As yeah way forward for, for this nation. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of today's of podcast podcast. But I want to just say something. What? Are you optimistic about change? change? Of course I am. Very, very optimistic. And um, if not, more than ever actually, I'm more optimistic about change. Even in this nation because in the past few weeks, um, the, the speaking out of the youth um, against a whole lot of issues, issues that has been affecting this nation I now know I am not alone Definitely. Um, in, in seeing these things and in wanting a change for this nation. So I look forward to a better Nigeria and I do hope and pray that this change actually starts with us. Definitely, yes. Anyways, that is the end of today's episode. Yeah. And, um... You can also reach us on social media. Oh, that's even true. Actually, not on social media accounts. That is really crazy that we do not have one, and we need as to the do segment. As segment, as a segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that that's in that's in the works. We're working on that. Anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at today and on Instagram at today.ogv. And you can follow me on Instagram at Zenoboss. Zeno spelled Z H I N O B O S S. Xenoboss on Instagram only, please. <laughs> I don't do Twitter. Obviously, he doesn't do Twitter, but we know what he does with Twitter. <laughs> that was not supposed to be in the recording. Don't worry, nobody needs to know about it. Wow. What a way to just air my laundry in public. Thank you very much. Um, if you want to also follow um, our producer, our wonderful producer, who is always patient with us and laughing in the, <laughs> in the background from our back and forth, um, he's on Instagram at I am... Underscore Samuel Fakman. Samuel, then F-A-K-M-A-N underscore. No, sorry. I am underscore Samuel Fakman. Yeah. And um, also you can follow the studio where we record our podcast, which is um, Sound Haven Studios. Huh? Okay, Sound Haven Studio, no S, no S, point of correction, Sound Haven Studio, no S. Anyways, my name is Tega. And this is Zeno. And, and you're listening, listening to The Segment. Did you say, oh wow, again? Oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow.